0: This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to get into the July transits with Ryan Marquardt, our resident, monthly astrologer, sidekick, awesome person all around. Uh, Before we do, Going to remind you, I had a new Nidra drop the energetic cleanse, super helpful. Um, of course, link in show notes and bio. Twenty two dollars, you can take that into your treatment room, use it at home, um, all the way around. I mean, it's getting getting rave rave reviews from everybody that I know, especially all of us at work. You know, in close proximity to other people, exchanging energy, it's a really great way to cleanse and reset yourself. On the daily, I keep saying my my friend Alex Sands of SkinCraft, um, energetic facialist. She's like I listen to that one every night. My friend Josh Agent RX. He's within the time I got it to him, he had listened to it three times. You know, within like a twenty four hour period, it was just like just just what I needed. So, um, pretty awesome there. And like I said, it's just these are these are made for your treatment room and home care. Uh, my solo esthetician love academy. My, my my involvement. I keep being like my course, you know, it's like um esoteric education for estheticians has launched. So come join me over there. I'm excited to be to to kind of again be working with people in a different way. Human design and astrology and other things. I'm always like mm, under promise over deliver, but uh very interactive, very interactive um setup over there. So super fun. And we were in Vegas, I'm pre-recording this, so you're probably already going to have an update before this, but Golden Experience Guide, of course, my course, your Energetic Marketing Guide is available. Um, Again, using that to market yourself in business slash learn human design, right? Learn human design from, from the ground up which is really important because what I did talk about in Vegas is energetic aesthetics and you know, what what my grand vision is and what I will be teaching going forward. So next on the agenda is Aesthetic Next in Dallas in September. I shouldn't say next on the agenda. There's there's other things that come before that, but the next big you know, conference is that. And that's where I'm going to be teaching hands-on workshops. So if you're coming to Aesthetic Next and you really want to get in on the energy work piece, but from a very clinically palatable, um, lace. That's, I keep, I keep using that phrase because I think this is not about turning into CB Nicks and twirling out and, you know, being totally out of place in like a, in a medical clinic or anywhere. It's like, no, this is, this is a way of a very, um, very beautifully, very seamlessly working this into your practice. It doesn't take the place of anything, but it works alongside it all very, very well. So, you know, I had an episode on Yoga Nidra specifically, but there's just so many ways of incorporating all of this to heighten, elevate the patient experience, but also um, soothe their nervous system, soothe yours, you know, like get, help them get into energetic alignment. To me, it's like, you know, Okay, you're my you're my pretend therapist. I'm like, or we get we get our pretend therapist an actual therapeutic type modality, energetic aesthetics, and get that tool into their hands so that you can, you know, you have something to work with and really help people in a great, um, in a, in a way that's just so much bigger than than what you learn, you know, in beauty school or being a nurse or you know whatever whatever your particular, um section of the profession is anyway, what else I have a little fox event coming up? Again, more details to to come on that. But if you're in the California area, maybe you're going to be around telling more about later, um had the new release of succulent pudding, which is a beautiful crema for us sensitive souls. So absolutely love it smells incredible. There are so many other cool things coming out. I think Alexis said the other day that each month there will be a new release. So expect to hear lots of cool things on, on that little Fox, um, you know, on my newsletter for the brand. Uh, Of course you can grab my free guide. You can get your $11 or type masterclass. If you're not ready to go in the deep into either my course or to the membership that I'm a part of. Um, And then, you know, grab those yoga nidras. And like I said, aesthetic next people, You can use my last name actually for Aesthetic Next McLean fifty for a discount off your ticket. But I do know we're gonna. I'm going to be giving away a ticket to Aesthetic Next. So if you're like you're feeling lucky, hold on tight. (laughs) Hopefully, when I I like I said I'm pre-recording this before Vegas, but when I come back, um, get get my my business in order, and we'll we'll actually create the giveaway for that. So hold on. Details to come shortly. Again, you know, I'm like, I'm passing myself. Past me right now is going to be, you know, like future me. All of that, the timelines, the timelines. Anyway, all the links can be found in the show notes or my Instagram bio at Michaela McClain. And of course, you know, if, if you're loving the episodes, please leave a five star rating review on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. It really does help. Um, yeah, and. All right, let's get on with it. Let's get on to the July transits. This is a biggie. Ryan and I talk for a long time, but some really cool, really powerful stuff is shifting this month. And so you're going to want to be aware. Oh, and I'm already planning. I don't have, again, withholding some details, but um, the Venus retrograde that we talk about, I'm going to have a big, I'm, I'm going to drop a big project for that. So you'll hear more about that closer too, but just know she, she's got something in the works for you. Okay. I will see you all on the other side. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here again. We have got our monthly partner in crime, Ryan Marquardt, the amazing manifestor astrologer of Ryan's astrology here to talk about the July transits. I know we were both gagging that we're if we're gonna talk about July for God's sakes. I mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> why?
0: <laughs> I just like when it, when it crosses your mind that you're going, okay, we're we're about to enter into cancer season, we're recording this tail end of Gemini right now. Um, so this obviously will come out, you know, what, in a week or so. And uh I'm like, dude, cancer season? Hi, this is opposite Christmas. That's that's mm-hmm. where we're at. We are we are halfway round, you know. Oh Lord! So anyway, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Again, and I know we talked we talked about it a lot on the last episode about that six, the, the six month mm-hmm. mark, and which and-
2: continues to come up which comes up weird, weirdest ways. I keep getting that.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. So speaking of, since I said, this is, this is, we're still in Gemini season and we just had the Gemini new moon. Um, I was looking at different things, you know, uh, what did you, did you do anything for it?
2: Um, I was working an event of a friend who's doing these like backyard banquets and she's like, basically is hosting a little like intimate, like 12 people gatherings and like she'll have a service provider come over and kind of do a workshop. So I did this like workshop on archetypes and um, it was really fascinating to talk about. Actually, I want to do a whole episode about it now, but um, and then did little mini readings for everybody. So that's how I spent the new moon really.
0: Oh, how fun. I love that. And well, yeah. I mean, and it was your birthday too. So happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got, I, I got really serious cause Gemini rules my 10th house. And I was like, hmm. and then it was gate 12. I was like, yes, we are, I don't know. Again, it, it just can't stress it enough before we really start to get into, into this episode today is just when you understand this and you can direct and focus and funnel, funnel in, intention and energy toward things,
2: mm. it
0: makes all the difference.
2: It totally does. It totally does. Although we might, we might have some like interesting, like diverging opinions on some things in this one. <laughs> just for my personal experience of certain things lately, <laughs> i was like, all right. I'm like, it's, it's like you know, as much as you feel like you can um, know this stuff and try to channel it for sure, and usually it works. I think you know, but it's like sometimes you know you're gonna get like a crappier manifestation of things you know like the universe will have its way
1: <laughs> like
0: sometimes uh, yeah no no for, oh for sure yeah for i know sure. <laughs> yeah you're like you gonna, i want it to be positive <laughs> yeah all right well cool well let's um let's get into it let's start talking about what uh what the planets are doing for july Oh. i'm yeah. gonna let you take it away Sweet. So
2: I think we're going to kick it off with the lunations, the new moon, full moon, but starting with the full moon, which is July 3rd at 438 a.m. Pacific time. (laughs) Um, Exact. And then this is uh, going to be at 11 degrees of Capricorn. So really, if you have planets at like 6 to 16 degrees of the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, Those are the people that are going to be most impacted by this, I think. Um, This is like a very clean energy. Like, it's interesting because I feel like typically Capricorn whole moons are not all that fun. Because the moon rules Cancer, which is the opposite sign of Capricorn. So it's like, it's as far away from its home base as it wants to be uh capricorn can like have like kind of a calloused reputation when it comes to emotional matters so having a full moon heightening emotions in capricorn can feel real strange and harsh almost like mm. i don't typically love it but this one is uh wheat like i mean weirdly like just beneficial because you know capricorns ruled by saturn so that means saturn is the ruler of this uh Full moon, mm-hmm. Saturn's over in Pisces, which mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have a whole lot to do with Pisces, um, but it's it's eased up there, like its harshness is um just a little softer because Pisces is Jupiter's sign, so that also means that yeah, Saturn technically rules the moon this full moon, but that means Saturn is answering to Jupiter right now, Jupiter is in Taurus, like, enjoying some, like, peace and, like, just, like, you know, chugging along at, like, a healthy little pace, like, and, like, enjoying life, I think. Um, And Jupiter is making a sextile to Saturn, which is even better. So they're in this really nice connection with each other. Enhancing the positive vibes here, like it's re- it's really cool. Because and then you know, you, I mean, you could take this as many ways as you want. But like Jupiter in Taurus, Taurus is ruled by Venus, right? I won't even go that far. But I just want to say that because Venus is the other benefic planet. Jupiter mm-hmm. and Venus, are like the goodies, right? So Jupiter's in a benefic sign. It's making a sextile to Saturn. Sextiles are of the nature of Venus. So it and Jupiter's in Venus. That so it's just like it, it's sweet. There's a really nice. <laughs> Like, element of, I think, like, connection with other people in this. I think since it's a full moon in Capricorn, Capricorn having so much to do with work and stuff, uh, there could obviously be, like, I think, money opportunities coming in, like career uh, fulfillment happening for some people. It it might take on more of that vibe, I think, than maybe relational. But it it does have, like, the relationship vibe, too. So, I don't know. it's, It's nice. It feels more, like, fulfillment and visibility in in Capricorn. It's such a public sign. So I, I like that. I don't know. I
0: like it. Yeah. I like that. Real quick before we before I went on through a few things in here, I just want to like touch on a couple things that Ryan said, um, more from an educational standpoint, because I know everybody that's listening to this, like Ryan can say all these things to me and I know Sorry. No, <laughs> no, no because I do uh-huh. the same thing. But I'm like he, the first thing, lunations, that's lunar as in the moon. We're talking about the full moon right now. The full moon is when the sun and the moon are exactly opposite of each other. So the sun would be in Cancer, the moon's in Capricorn. That's how that lines up. And then you also, you know, when you say, okay, the, this, these degrees of the cardinal signs, cardinal signs start each season. So Cancer starts summer, Capricorn starts winter. But the really important thing when he was like these these are the degrees and these are the signs that are going to be affected, it's because basically either you're going to have an opposition or a square. And those are aspects. That means the ways that the planets talk to each other in astrology. And those aspects can be a little bit more challenging, especially the square. So so if you have stuff going on in those degrees of especially Libra or Aries, I always I always say, to I, I soften, you know, with squares, I say tension for the sake of growth, right? But it's like, mm. you might have a little bit more impact. So, I mean, it's just an, another little like nugget of understanding how how astrology kind of works at a very, you know, just simplified high level. Um, The thing mm-hmm. that I noted though, you know, when, when you gave me um, dates and everything was that this is, these, <laughs> the moon is going to be in gate 38, which is the gate of the fighter. The sun is going to be in basically the gate of provocation. So these are both root center gates. Root is pressure, right? And um, so again, kind of going back almost like this, this uh, tension for the sake of growth. These are both considered gates of deafness, meaning if you have these defined in your chart, there is something individual about you that does not hear other people. You're designed to not be contaminated by others, right? I was like, isn't that a little bit interesting? And then, all right, so we're saying this is happening in Capricorn, so you want to look if you're looking at your chart, you know, we always read according to our rising sign, that means the full moon is going to be lighting up this area of your life, your your chart, right? So it's going to be different for everyone. For me, I know mine, it's like fifth house Capricorn. Okay. So I'm applying all of these, these particular uh, lessons and things to this area. But like you said, this is softer. So I like that because maybe it is about, you know, I mean, you could take that in so many different directions. But uh, the the fighter is cool because it's like this ability to let stuff roll off your back. And I think that's very Capricorn, you know, to be able to like persevere regardless of like what's happening. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we can move mm-hmm. on.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm, that's interesting. I think the deafness element is also interesting because mm-hmm. at this time, the sun is also going to be in a conjunction with Mercury. But it's like oh, when yeah. this when Mercury is this close to the sun, it's three degrees away from the sun. It's called combust, which means mm-hmm. like yeah, it's close to the sun, but the sun's rays kind of burn it up. It's not so Kazemi,
0: right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So like Kazemi is like when it's like right, right with the sun. Like it almost yes. like
0: exactly
2: um within 17 minutes. <laughs> and so this is like this is like uh it's like mercury doesn't operate all that well it gets absorbed by the sun right and so it kind of like which sun is ego you know and so like that mercury yeah it's planet communication but also like how you listen so i think that's interesting like it's it's literally like eliminating our ability to like i guess communicate in a way <laughs> that is res- like uh like Acknowledging other people and caring about other people, especially in cancer, it's you know yeah. emotional, like translating how you feel. So, like, I, I think it's like we might not be able to uh, communicate our feelings all that well.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that that makes a lot of sense. And then with the Sun conjunct Mercury in D thirty nine, my my two cents from what I see is just I'd be like, just be careful of like what you're saying because, because that gate of provocation, I mean, it's like when it's used in its high expression, it's to, it's for liberation. It's to liberate people from sort of like their own, you know what I mean? Their own shackles or whatever, but you can go around just poking and provoking people to get a rise out of them. Full moons are always a little bit heightened. So I'd be like, you know, just again, be aware of that.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm so interested to seriously see how this one plays out. I really, really feel like I never liked this full moon, but like, The fact that uh, it's not even just that it's ruled by, you know, Saturn and Saturn's in this great connection with Jupiter. (laughs) Like the moon also is connecting in beautiful harmony with both Saturn and Jupiter. So it's like, like it's literally making, there's like nothing but like pretty supreme connections taking place here. I love it. I'm like really interested to see how this this actually plays out, you know? Totally,
0: totally, yeah. Because I mean, Capricorn, Moon in Capricorn too, is like a as a placement that I'm like. Sometimes you think should I even say this, but it's like it's noted for depression. It's like kind of a marker for for depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like you said, because it's it's a bit more of a stoic, you know, sign that isn't really like always in its feels so much, you know, but yeah, I like, I like the take. I like the, I like the flowing take on, on all of that. And we'll just see, we'll see what happens. It'll be good. Yeah. Be yeah. Good. I
1: mean, I, I hope so. I hope
2: so. So, I was really trying to think of like, well, what are the, like the negative things that could possibly transpire here? And really, really all I can think of is like, uh, you know, Saturn's influence more than energy. Well, you know, Jupiter, Jupiter can get arrogant. So there's just that especially, I guess, in the face of, like, Taurus. It's a, you know, fixed sign, stubborn, so maybe arrogance about, you know, just hanging on to something. Um, But it's kind of the same with Saturn. Like, Saturn can isolate, like, uh, Sever and Jupiter. Yeah, it's a good planet, but it also has a function of just, like, expanding what it's touching, the influence Mm -hmm, of what it's touching, mm -hmm. so it can expand, I guess, a sense of isolation. And, yes, there's, like, harmonious flows of energy here, right? But sometimes that just means, like, well, the energy, whatever it is, like, strong mm-hmm. and flowing well. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting this, like, isolated feeling, then that, I mean, really, that could be, like, a uh, very big time of that or something. Um, but otherwise, like, you know, Saturn also is good at, um, like, kind of investing you or showing you that the uh, payoff at a full moon, I think, of <gasps> oh, where yeah. your long-term investment has yeah. Has, grown you know
0: you know what um there there's a deck that i have and it's like a lot of astrology stuff and one of the capricorn cards and it is like your hard work is paying off and so i think that's it it's like saturn is always like where are you putting in the work and a full moon is totally going to be lighting up you know yeah I, you have been doing that so <laughs> good, mm. for yeah. <laughs> good for you good
2: for you positive outlooks about this thing always
0: always like yeah yes. and like, like you gotta deliver deliver the the uh, education but also it's like hey you gotta be hopeful right Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: Mm-hmm. cool cool um then july 17th new moon in cancer um so this is going to be at 25 degrees of cancer so those same four cardinal signs we talked about aries mm-hmm. cancer libra capricorn are gonna be kind of most impacted, especially if you have planets between 20 and 29 degrees of those signs. Um, this is a interesting full moon. Overall, like I, I also still think it's a pretty good or I mean new moon, it's a pretty good one. I mean, new moons are you know when the sun and the moon are together in the
0: sky.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like education, right? Uh that's
0: I'm a line one. It's always nope. like I gotta better tell people where this is coming from. <laughs> I I
2: used to be so good at it, and now I feel like I've just like been talking about it too long or something that I just kind of forget that. Like,
0: you know why I don't forget is because people tell me all the time just how confusing it all is. So I'm like, oh my. Okay.
2: I got that at that event I was working right? at the Gemini Moon, like a couple of people, because I had to do like really quick readings uh-huh, for everybody uh-huh. there, you know, and like, so I was like talking, about, and one girl was like, Wait, what does this mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, back up, Ryan, back up, like explain <laughs> one yourself.
0: One time my sister, my sister said, she's like, Michaela, like, you're. You're talking about things and you're like five miles down the road and you didn't even slow the car down to let people get in with you. You're just like talking about it like everybody speaks the same language. And I was like, I know. oh, I totally do that. Yeah, I'm guilty. That's why That's why you and I can just go off on this stuff. And it's like we have a great conversation. I'm like, oh, oh, shoot. But other people are listening to this.
1: I know. God bless you all. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's a. I mean, like, I like this new moon. New moons are times of growth. The moon's like you know dark, so it's going to grow in light. Um, And Cancer is like uh, you know all about nurturing anyway, and like it's it's the mother like trying to grow a child, (laughs) like (laughs) I don't know, new life, quite literally, trying to like grow up. Um, The only like quote unquote negative aspect really that i see here is the opposition to pluto but it's a looser opposition it's four degrees away um and that can bring some paranoia into the picture but like i'm like what would you be paranoid about starting it's kind of weird i think more more than anything it'll have the empowering effect that pluto can bring um like kind of make you realize like there's a benefit of starting something new a new chapter i guess like pluto kills things off so it feels like i am done with this like old story or something and so you're gonna uh say like i'm taking this like new path now i'm gonna Um, like okay i like that open myself to a new potential especially because okay so then it's making a sextile um positive action to uranus um and that's like a sudden urge sudden development um that could also like kind of push you catapult you in a new direction whether you want to or not um and then it's also going to be a try trying neptune in um pisces which mm-hmm. is also a really positive flow of energy very smooth um and that's kind of bringing like a nice imaginative quality into the picture where you're visualizing what you want for yourself uh any visualization practice is probably going to help you seed the new beginnings here as well, like getting really clear on that. Um, And I like it because Neptune, you know, has just turned retrograde as well, which really is like Neptune can be a confusing planet and cause you to not see things clearly. But retrograde Neptune kind of makes you more sober. You see the world lucidly. Mm. So um, I think think it's going to be like a pretty clear headed new moon of knowing what you want to do and very much knowing I think what what you can't do anymore Uh, you know especially because cancer rules the past right so I think you're Mm -hmm. also reflecting on like past situations maybe and you're because of that opposition to Pluto I feel like you're kind of like I have repeatedly done this and tried to start this way with something I can't it's not working so I have to take this new approach you know and you're ready to like do it
0: okay i like that well it was interesting when you were saying that um the the new moon is going to be in gate 62 which is about so like cancer like you said looks to the past this is in collective logic circuitry so it's actually about looking forward so like you said it's like i've done Mm. this this is like uh, the details the facts the you know like clear-headed focused looking forward um pluto i know we've talked about this multiple times because pluto is such a slow mover it's hanging out in gate 16 that's the one that's about like the right timing the old versus the new the push pull i want to start I, something's li- it's the gate of limitations something's limited. to me, like you said so i'm done with this um that that the uranus piece gate 23 simplification right mm-hmm. okay i, I got to be done i got to simplify um And then, and then that Neptune piece, you know, again, it's like, this is also hanging out on my son gate 36, but doing it with compassion, like whatever it is, you're all, you know, cancer and Pisces, it's the feels big time. Mm. So I think mixing, mixing all of that in there, but I love that like new fresh start kind of going forward with a bit more clarity, you know, emotional clarity. Um, simplification (laughs) like okay this doesn't work i can't stay in maybe that like not so good feels for too long like get my stuff together and move forward
2: Mm -hmm. and like that uh, the simplification is really fascinating to me because i feel like that's like gonna uh, somewhat be like i don't know the harshness that pluto can bring but of realizing maybe like where have you been making it too hard for yourself (laughs) you know and you're like, I'm not gonna do that to me anymore. <laughs> I'm going to yes simplify and like streamline and do like what I think is just gonna probably you know nurture my own growth a little bit better.
0: Absolutely, I'm always shocked, in a way. sometimes when you look at people, especially friends of mine. And it's like, why, why are you doing the most? Like, is it really helping you get anywhere? I think, I think maybe we talked about this before. I know I've talked about it at some point um, about the vision board thing. Where I'm like, I don't normally do them, and I did the Canva one, and I'm just like, if it doesn't contribute to this overall vision, like I don't need to know how I'm getting there, but this is like the vision that I have. Nothing outrageous, you know, just what what I would like to see my life looking like, and things are absolutely happening. But I'm like, if it doesn't contribute, why would I add to? Why would I say yes? Why would I make my life harder on myself? why
1: i love say it can that. do more
0: yeah simplify girl like mm-hmm. totally. cut it
2: out. Well, and it's like a kind of vision board practice to basically be like once you got that set don't add more don't Mm-mm. add more to it you've got I your haven't. vision set like yeah and like it is okay to take things away though which i think is also interesting which like i feel like is a pluto and capricorn situation that some people might face here where they're like Maybe I've off more than I could show. Streamline, right? Simplify. Like take a few of these like long-term goals down. Maybe they don't fit with you anymore. And you're like yeah. trying to force this old paradigm to work. And it's not, uh, it's not working, <laughs> you know? Well,
0: right. And Pluto is about transformation. It's like, who's to say you couldn't look at that and be like, you know what? That's kind of evolved from what, what I set six, seven, whatever months ago. And, and now it looks like this. In human design, Pluto, they really speak about it as like, it's truth. It's your personal truth. As well, so what what is you know if you're looking at that and you're like, that doesn't align with me or something something there is something that aligns better with me, and that is my truth. It's like then, you know, go that direction,
2: mhm, I think that's important, yeah,
0: mhm, yeah, anyway,
2: moving mm-hmm. on, moving on <laughs> um our our next little section is um planets on the moon.
0: Oh, oh, we, we, got, need, like, we, need, we need a um a good sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: um, I'm like th- there's a good amount of plans changing signs this month, and then yeah. I don't think we've got like the next few months after this. I don't I don't think all that many are changing signs until like October. There's like a nice stack of them. Um, but so with it, Mars is gonna move from Leo to Virgo on July 10th, early in the morning um that's the first one and we're really like the same within the same 24 hour period of time mercury is going to leave cancer and move into leo um both of these are going to be significant personal planets so all the all the all the ones changing this month are personal planets um so yeah the mars move into virgo i like i feel like people are much more productive and i like i love when i read for people who have mars and virgo because like they're just so streamlined, so organized. They're, they could be like at, at its worst. It's like a total stickler, nitpicky, mm-hmm. um, like very critical. But typically, like, I think they're really healthy people. Like, I think they just know very determined to like get what they want. They know exactly the moves they need to make, <laughs> like super efficient. So I like it personally
0: laughing the girl over here with mars and pisces laughing like
2: same same opposite V, yeah for sure (laughs) same Uh, 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 (laughs)
0: y'all that sounds cool wish that wish i had a little little bit of that oh my goodness yeah mars and burgo that's a that's a good one i mean the gates that they train, you know it starts in gate 59 you know which is just like um if only enough, like physical closeness with like your correct people. But I'm um, mm-hmm. you
2: know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, I I like that in the sense of I think like what Virgo has to do and what Mars will then motivate you to do is yeah. um like find where you're of service. Like it is about kind of yeah. finding your, your people. Like cause Virgo is about skill building and it is the most like um dutiful sign. It's like super yep. freaking useful how but it needs like in order to like actually have impact with what it's good at it it needs to know where it's needed
0: um yeah that's a really good point well and i think too it's like you know virgo as an archetype is like very much i always think of like hands-on healer and that that physical closeness to you know understanding like you said where where can i be of service and actually help and 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 bring that um you know bring that energy to the right people
2: Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. yeah So like that, um, and then you know, uh, same day, July tenth, but uh, in the evening, nine eleven p.m. um Pacific time, um, Mercury goes into Leo, which is uh really, you know, your brain's going to be on fire, uh, mm-hmm. about all sorts of creative endeavors. Um, there's like so much kind of like passion going on anyway right now in the skies, um, <laughs> this summer. Um, So it can definitely like heighten romance, make people more inclined to be thinking about that stuff, um, communicating in ways that are a little more lighthearted. I like it as well because, you know, Mercury rules Virgo. So as Mars moves into Virgo, while it can, I guess, like maybe get a little harsh or critical, um, Mercury and Leo that same time is going to keep it lighter. I think it's going to be more optimistic Mm. uh, and and you're going to be moving yourself uh, yeah, pretty rigorously with Mars and Virgo, but I think like you're uplifted to do so, um, and it, this is a very fast transit of Mars through Leo as well. So it's kind of like you know, enjoy the, the the positive vibes while you can. Um, <laughs> but it's it's nice. I don't know your your brain's really I don't know focused on like what are, what makes you. Good, you're able to identify like what you're naturally really good at, and then with the Mars energy, I think you're able to like then put that to use as well. I love to take skills. action, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I think like the difference between Mars and Virgo, i mean, plenty of them, but um, is like Virgo is a little bit more about like I've worked my butt off over time, over and over and over and over and over again to like get really good at this thing, and in Merc or in Leo, it's a little bit more about like I'm just naturally good at this,
0: <laughs> you know. Totally. And a little bit of like the showmanship too, of like maybe you have put in so much work and it's like, okay, now it's time to kind of, you know, add a little sparkle to this and like allow people to know that you're, yeah, you know, like this is, this is my thing and I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there.
2: Yeah. And, I, and yeah, I like that a lot. And like I think, you know, but there are also plenty of talented people in the world who are so good at what they do, yet lack the drive, initiative, structure needed to actually put that out there or do something with it. So I think the Mars and Virgo is going to help people with that.
0: Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, and then conversely, like, you know, it's it, like that Mercury and Leo, to me, it's like, they also, there's, there's plenty of people that lack just flat out the confidence to mm-hmm. own what they're good at and what they've worked hard for. And, and, uh, you know, and like I said, make themselves visible. Leo is not afraid to do that, you know? So that's good i really like that combo Mm -hmm. that's really potent all the time yeah it is
2: it is it totally is the only other theme i could like even possibly think is which i always forget this theme but it's important for people with with children (laughs) is that leo's a sign of children and mercury often shows up as uh youth so uh, Mm -hmm. this can definitely be a time where like if you're working with kids that there's a lot of movement happening in your life or just like developments going on in your kids'
1: lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Highly. I mean, I just, yeah, Leo, highly, highly creative time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like then, that. you know, speaking of the devil, that's the next planet move. It's, it's gonna be Leo season. So July 22nd, the sun moves into Leo. Um, and honestly, it's just kind of like more, of, more of the same, but I feel like you're feeling very embodied at this point in that energy that you've probably been thinking about and working towards like now it feels like i think the identity is like fully caught up with mm-hmm. um all of that your attention's drawn toward any kind of leo subject um but i think that will also go uh, like attention might start <laughs> moving a bit more toward the venus retrograde storyline which we're going to come to um mm-hmm. later in this um Because that will be totally up in play at this point. Uh, Venus goes retrograde the same day, so it's like, like uh, probably probably going to be like that.
0: (laughs) Right, 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 right.
1: (laughs) But we'll get to that a little later. No, I
0: was thinking too. Is like you know this this would go for when when we get to planetary transits. It's like well, the same gate is always the beginning of you know each sign. So it's like mercury entering or the sun entering into leo the the gate that starts it is gate 56 and that's the storyteller and i and i love that one because i think to me um it's always about you know it's not doesn't have to be factual It's, it's again creative right it's it's gathering and 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 retelling things but to me i'm like that combination of leo leo is the main character it's like what's your what's your what's your story you know and finally being confident enough to kind of like put yourself out there and present that with that whole like main character energy
2: mm-hmm. i don't know no just, i think that's interesting just well and with like mercury I haven't just moved through a lot of this i feel like that's It could also be, like, your ability to, like, kind of identify plot points with Mm -hmm. things that are going on. Like, truly, I think it's a little bit more related to the Venus retrograde storyline by the time that the sun gets in there. But I feel like that's, like, it's important because a lot of times when there's these retrogrades that are important, (laughs) um, it can be hard to figure out, like, what's the story going on here, you know? And then you get, like, Mm -hmm. like, like, blindsided by it or something when something really develops. But there's, like pretty significant moments where this like Venus retrograde storyline will emerge and even like be foreshadowed before Venus even goes retrograde. And I think the sun can, um, well, and Mercury moving in there first, um, putting your perception toward those things. Like yeah, the storyteller vibe for me, it feels like somebody who's good at like, you know, seeing the foreshadowing and like finding the Easter eggs and like, a Oh book, you know?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah
2: literary terms, right um
0: okay.
2: and then at the end of the month like mercury fall lies through leo so definitely like i don't know enjoy it but like savor it <laughs> um because then it's going to enter virgo which on july 28th um which yeah, there's nothing really like negative to say about that I don't, uh it's just like a, i don't even want to say it's a letdown coming from leo it's just leo's an inherently positive sign and Mercury or Virgo, you know, it's going to be a little bit more like of a analytical approach, mm-hmm. um, but it's very solutions oriented as well. So like if there's issues going on, Mercury and Virgo can really help you find a fix.
0: Um, it's it's getting your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's that's Mercury and Virgo. It's like you actually crossing crossing the T's, dotting the I's like, you know, if you've got if you got to get like mentally organized, this is this is a good time
2: yeah and i think with like you know mars already in there it's like mars can be impulsive in any sign so maybe if you like skipped any steps jumped the gun on anything like mercury can kind of like help you identify i guess like where you still have refinement that's
1: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
2: needed but it's a good like mercury and and mars there mars like being you know athleticism and stuff like this is going to be a really big time i think Throughout August, where people are like kind of getting in shape, like adjusting yep. diet, taking ticks. care of health. Yeah. Totally.
0: So. Totally. It's like, it's finally like mind, Mercury meeting, you know, actually taking action, Mars mm-hmm. together, you know, mm-hmm. in, in a health conscious sign that's, that is like, like I said, get it together, girl.
2: Hmm. I almost didn't even like want to include this one because it's at all the way at the end of the month. But I mean, there's still like four days left in the <laughs> the end of the month. But it's also important, just as like a heads up, I guess that you know uh, Mercury will go retrograde yes. in Virgo as well. So yep. it's like it, it's important to be paying attention to the Virgo storyline that's taking place. I
0: think yes, won't happen in July, but just kind of a heads up for like you know, we're foreshadowing
2: yeah exactly or shadowing
0: what's coming <laughs>
2: exactly exactly it's a big focus on your routines yep. uh, habits any, anything you're kind of repetitively doing is, mm-hmm. is a, what i always think of with virgo it's not about like the big crazy like one-off leads.
0: no it's all like that little increment incremental like the fine details of virgo i read something the other day you know they were like i mean it's it's not rocket science but basically kind of like Your routines, how you live your life day to day is really indicative of like the big picture of like what you're working towards. So Virgo is definitely a time for for consideration of that, you know.
2: A hundred percent. I always view it as like the snowball sign where it's like you had a bad day. Oh well, that how quickly could that turn into a bad week and then a bad month and then a bad Mm -hmm. year? And then your life sucks. (laughs)
1: Like it's
2: like (laughs) I really think that. And that's like the power of routine. Like and also Virgo, six sign right like it literally is like the habit building sign like it to really like see the serious benefits and have like huge life changes for men it's that six-month storyline like i won't go fully back into that right yeah but it really is that it really is that so like the those like day-to-day habits and just the little changes that you can make day-to-day that don't seem like you're gonna you're seeing the benefits you live with yourself you know like with Virgo, i feel like those little changes are things that people see in you first and that's also where you find your audience right like where you like know where you're of service or benefit because people are recognizing the change that you've made or like they're like oh my god you like are really good at this thing and you're like oh yay like there's improvement like somebody's noticing that I've been yeah. working at this or something right
0: yeah yeah I, I, love little, you know, no, yeah. I love that. No, I love that because I think Virgo is that, or you know, sixth house is like how you spend your days, day in and day out. And like you said, you you're in it. You don't necessarily see it, but hopefully, you're doing something that's going to contribute to your overall progress. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. cool. And then also that children energy when Mercury goes to Virgo kind of ends up shifting to animals
0: and pets mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> a lot of the time. So I like that too. Yeah, fuzzy friends can become more important
1: fair babies
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then we have a, a whole new big now the next the next two things are big i'm excited uh, i because... know i didn't even know what order to put these in i figured this yeah. one first because yeah you know it's gonna be a very long storyline with this one um yes it's so not like we can't talk about it like it's all gonna happen right now um but it, I a a twist of fate which is the North Node and South Node changing sides, um. oh, finally. <laughs> Good God. On July 17th. I'm ready for it. I'm really, really ready for it. I'm mainly ready for, like, the uh, South Node to get out of Scorpio.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: It's just felt, like, so long that, like, this nodal axis. Like, time has moved so fast. Like as Yes. I saying, but this has felt like such a long eclipse series in Taurus and Scorpio. And it's hard because mm-hmm. it's fixed signs and eclipses equate to sudden change and unexpected turning points and developments. And it's like the fixed signs do not handle that.
0: it's at odds with fixed energy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so it's weird. This will last until literally January 11th, 2025. So it's, you know, are there are any... A, an axis for a year and a half at a time, and by axis we mean <laughs> two <laughs> signs that oppose each other. So yep. the the nodes move backwards through the signs. They were just in Taurus and Scorpio, which oppose each other, and now they're, they're at the very beginning of Taurus and Scorpio, which means they're about to switch into the end mm-hmm. of Aries and Libra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Which, and and the nodes are not planets; they're sensitive points. They're very yeah. important. They have to do with the moon. This is these are the this is the axis that the eclipses. Occur on so whenever every six months, and it's like it's eclipse season, it's like that's what we're talking about here, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this um, is a big shift. It's like it 18 months, and then the nodes don't come back around for like 18 years. All this time yeah. is like approximate, you know, because it's astrology, but it's like so. Th- these are big shifts. This is like significant when this change when things like this change.
2: Um, totally, totally totally i know it's yeah. been a long time since we've had them here um i should have looked at the dates of when they were last here but i don't <laughs> yeah i got like 18ish
0: <laughs> you know, like 18 years ago.
2: 19 years ago yeah something like that <laughs>
0: 18 19 um
2: yeah. no i can't do math um <laughs> it's a total total shift though uh like there's you know north node is kind of like what we're learning to incorporate grow into it equates to an increase i guess of importance um in aries in Aries themes, and then simultaneously, there's kind of like a decrease in the south node, would and kind of like eliminating purging, releasing uh, like the lowest vibes of Libra. So, you're trying to like kind of like move into the high vibes of Aries, get rid of the gunk in Libra, mm-hmm. but ultimately, like, strike a good balance. Like, both of them are important. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's just, it's going to be a weird one at the same time. It's, I'm so curious to see how this plays out. Um, Like, really, I've got so many thoughts on it. Um, it, Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. I am, I am. Um, It's all about you, ultimately. It doesn't know any other sign. It doesn't know anybody else. It's completely self-reliant, self-made, autonomous, independent, independent. Um, opposite that, and that's what you're moving into. You're trying to figure out like how do you take control of you? And then from what you're kind of letting go of is Libra, sign of partnership, the other, <laughs> um, and codependency, right? Mm-hmm. Any unhealthy relationship themes or or anything that's maybe blocking you even from establishing healthy relationships. Um, I think will also be at play with this. Overall. I think it's it's also an, a weird thing because like I right when they switch signs, they it creates this fixed cross, like a grand cross, which is like mm-hmm. where basically mm-hmm. there's I don't want to get too technical, but like there's like uh, mm-hmm. you know like what we were talking about, all those four all
0: four are activated. Yeah,
2: all four of those cardinal signs. Again, Aries, cancer, Libra, cardinal. Um, they're all there's <laughs> there's things happening at all. <laughs> All and coins, basically. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, sorry about it. Um and they're like, you know, they're gonna they're gonna square Pluto, and then that's also squaring that new moon. So that's also for me where I feel like the new moon can take that shift of like releasing the old, moving into the new, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's this new storyline developing that f- the nodes are fate ultimately. <laughs> yeah, the like universe at work in your life, and like you're gonna have to like go with that you, you get tugged in a certain way and like whether you like it or not like there's a release with the south node and you kind of got to wiggle yourself into the north node somehow yeah um so
0: well and and i was going to say too it's like we all have we all have our own north and south node placements in our natal charts meaning you know ultimately over your own lifetime your life story the theme is going from your south node to your north node and then what we're talking about is like what's happening for the collective right now. Like, you know, we all know every sign rules a house. Like, even if you, you know, talking about this, it's like, oh, Aries, it's like, I have Jack all going on in Aries for me, but it's like, but that doesn't mean the North Node in Aries isn't going to impact my life for the next 18-ish months, right? So that's the important piece to realize. Like, okay, Aries themes, how is that? You know, again, we're we'll, you'll hear lots about this over time, but it's like, it's gonna have an impact This is, there's something in Aries that needs to be activated, um, you know, like accessed, like trying to do the high vibe of that and then letting go of, of the, like you said, the, the codependency, putting other people's needs above your own, very Libra. Libra is beautiful, beautiful sign. Like you said, we need the balance, but there's a negative side to all, or I say, you know, the low vibe. I don't like to use the word negative because it sounds bad, but it's like, you know, there's just like, there's the lower vibe and the higher vibe of each sign. Aries has got its own low vibe stuff, you know, but we want to, we want to activate the high expression of both of those, you know, and find that really beautiful balance between the two.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely think, I mean, you know, it, like I learned that when you have kind of situations like this with the nodes where there's like squares going on, uh-huh. um, I think especially in, the, in this case where it's like all four corners of the square are lit up, basically you kind of take the, the north node clockwise. I don't want to get technical, but like, whatever the north node hits first is the thing that needs to be reconciled in order to best move in to the north nodes that means you know since they go backwards the north node would hit pluto first so it kind of for me really shows again like because the new moon's at the same freaking day (laughs)
1: like yeah yeah, yeah.
2: I really feel like it's like there really is this like old pattern that needs to be released or killed off, purged, whatever. Um, Yeah. In order for you to like kind of embrace your new way of life. It's like literally a new moon, but also North node and Aries first freaking sign. It is new beginnings. Um, Well,
0: I'm going to jump in here too and remind people. It's like, that's that gate 60, the limitations. And sometimes it's self limitation. It's like, how am I limiting myself or just letting myself get ahead? You know, where you're like, girl, you haven't done X, Y, Z yet. You can't be upset about not being over here when there's a starting place. What's interesting is that the north node moving into gate three, three and 60 are a channel. That's the root now connecting to the sacral. So um, gate three, where it'll sit for a bit, right? It's like, it's basically bringing order to chaos. This is actually, you're finally, the North node and Pluto are hooking up at this point to give you the, the root and sacral energy regardless. So this is hits this hits everyone.
1: Mm.
0: You're going to finally have the energy to kind of move forward. Um, and then the South node is going to be in gate 50. And 50 is, it's basically responsibility. And to me, I look at this as like, going you're getting permission to take responsibility for yourself and stop trying to be responsible for everybody else
1: mm. just
0: own your stuff and move forward
1: Hmm. so interesting
2: mm. oh my god so interesting and i'm like curious because you know these often have to like play with like collective events as well mm-hmm. um which i haven't really like fully like it's hard to consider that for me um yeah. because it's like aries is such a personal sign it's the individual it is not collective <laughs> to mm-hmm. focus other than thinking that it's the natural born leader and it can lead collectives or groups um yeah. so i but i don't know what it's going to do and like the c- connection to pluto is pluto is such a generational collective planet so yeah. there's definitely gonna be like weird collective i think themes that start coming up but and like i think maybe just like a you know a collective is just a bunch of individuals anyway. So I feel like maybe just like individuals kind of naturally making shifts in certain ways that create these larger collective trends. Like I, this is like an obvious one, but like, I'm very curious about the nature of relationships and like the whole like Libra relating to like nuclear family and like monogamous relationships, (laughs) to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wonder How that will impact like relationship structures people focusing on themselves and like um like will polyamory become a bigger thing non-traditional relationships becoming a bigger thing like i've just heard a lot of astrologers talking about this um i don't have an opinion on it either way uh i just think that's interesting and i wonder what it's gonna do i don't know i'm like Torn on this like i'm like i think it's great to have like more independence and self-reliance and all that stuff but i feel like i see so much as well about especially like after covid like such a disconnected world that we now live in right where there's already a literal epidemic of loneliness
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and so it's like maybe there's people like taking control of that like more like feeling like okay i'm like handling this better or something like with the north
1: Node areas, i don't yeah. i don't
2: know but i'm like I don't want people to forget like how important a relationship is too, because you r- need it. You know, we like life is percent. inherently Everything. So like we need to like, not like there can be such like a kind of like gross factor with the South node sometimes. And I don't want like, like, a, like there's going to be like crappy breakups in some cases, yeah. you know, and like people just treating each other like, like bullshit because they're like really, uh, overly <laughs> arrogant and, mm-hmm. and focusing on that Aries part of them, you know, like almost like yeah. extreme to the extreme, like taking steps in like your benefit, regardless of who
0: yeah, but, yeah, with like, like total path. disregard of of yeah the people in your life, setting fire to that. I I I want to think of I want to think of Air, the North Zone in Aries as like truly a time of like self improvement. I think it's like the codependency of like, well, I want, you know, trying to fix other people or I'm, I want to be better for you. It's like, no, how about I want to be better. I want to just be the best me I can be. This is very human design and then bring my highest self to every relationship Libra that I encounter in my life, you know? So it's like, if we're all doing that, if everybody could just focus on their own garden during this North known in Aries season, you know, for a year and a half, then we're going to have a better collective we're going to have better relationships with everyone in our lives if we're if we're working on us Mm -hmm.
2: totally well totally and yeah like you like self-note again is released so like the people that like aren't meant to be in the next phase of your life or something yeah we're improving the self right like they're going to fall away which Mm -hmm. happens naturally all the time right but also like you, you attract better as you become better for you, you know, like yeah. people, the right matches kind of come in. And I think that's also a beautiful thing about South Node in general is like it's such a like past life related <laughs> vibe, you know, mm-hmm. and this is going to totally be like people from like a past life, like kind of being able to all of a sudden enter like that you've got these like Libra ruling contracts. It's like it's not, like past life. Contractual soul connections with others that, like, you haven't met yet. You know, like, you don't even know people that you're going to meet in the next 18 months. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a cool thing, but it's probably directly like a reflection of like your willingness to just kind of be good on your own, you know, and like work on you so that Mm -hmm. you're worthy of those like better people that are trying to come in at the same time. And like, I think just trusting in that Aries just has like blind faith in itself. (laughs) You know what I mean? dead serious because it can be hard like to let go of like the people that you knew and like realize like maybe they're not good enough for me anymore like it's just not a fit anymore whatever it is um but like you can't cling to it and like i think just having the faith that like oh like better can totally exist
1: out there
0: well you know what you're saying about people the right people finding you and i think that's it too it's like with aries you you're you know it's the spark of new life and it's like all right. I don't want to, I want to just turn that inner, internal fire up, that light up so that those right people can find me. And I can't do that if I'm hiding in, 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 a safe relationship. I don't necessarily, I'm usually never talking about romantic. I just mean like mm-hmm. if I'm always in codependency with something, because I feel like I have to have a partner, I can't do things on my own. Aries is like, no, step out on your own, turn up your inner light and the right people will the right relationships will wind up finding you. Let the other ones like fall to the wayside.
2: Totally, totally, totally. And I'm glad you're like saying it, not in even just like romantic terms. Cause it is such a, like, it's just the relational aspect. So it's like anytime
0: you're totally kind of, like,
2: in a more interpersonal connection, like right now you and I are in like that kind of dynamic, right? I you know.
0: know. I know. Yeah, I always think like, people hear relationships and they immediately think romantic and you're like, no, you have a relationship literally with everything and I mean, everyone. Yes. And including
2: including self, It literally is your relationship to yourself as well. Right. And it is about that in many ways. Yes. Yeah.
0: No. Love it. Well, we're definitely going to talk more about this this nodal access over over time. So this is just the beginning (laughs) of hearing about this one. We've yeah. already yeah, been yeah, talking yeah. about it. We've already been talking about totally, it. Totally. I know. I'm when I'm with the nodes, I'm already
2: feeling it. Like, I feel like, you know, which I think is like, I don't know if that's like a n- normal person thing or not, but I definitely, I know like from everybody I talk to who, like works in this type of stuff yeah. that I feel like we just like feel the like oncoming waves of these things a little sooner. So I'm yes. like, I feel like I'm already like those nodes have already changed. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Cool.
2: Um, and then we got the Venus retrograde. So this is a much more like, I think, like immediate and potent theme. that's going to still transpire over the next few months. But uh, like uh, uh, Venus has already entered Leo. We discussed that in the June forecast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to go until October 9th, the whole Venus and Leo story. But July 22nd is when Venus turns retrograde. And that it will be retrograde July 22nd until September 3rd interesting energy um and again a lot to say about it uh I, I i like themed it i was like trying to think of like a, just a clever theme because i was bored <laughs> like, what do i don't want to call this like just for fun i mean i called it i called it whiny whispers and reawakened roars but i've got like I'll, I'll, I'll get into but like um you know, it's uh, like uh, Venus and Leo is fun, like flirty, like uh, very creative. Again, it knows what it's got and wants to flaunt it. And um, it's a total like self-love thing. You're feeling yourself like for sure. And again, like the talents that you have just inherently, like your best features are on display. I look mm-hmm. at it like a peacock. It just feels like a peacock, right? Yeah. Like just like flaunting, like looking good and enjoying the like, I don't know in a humble way, if you can, like just letting like the talent or the best features of yourself speak for itself versus like needing to like start conversation about your best features, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, um, just like allowing it to be like a Venus is a re- very receptive planet. So it's about like, I think like shining in that special way, but then like being like, like allowing yourself to just like, receive the feedback about like how great you are versus like, fishing for the compliments or whatever
0: or deflecting even you know just like being okay with it like receiving it totally yeah totally 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 totally
2: um and leo can really struggle with feedback you know so like i think it's interesting yeah Like, can hurt the ego a little bit so and that's i think gonna probably be be part of this little storyline here with venus going retrograde um you know venus retrograde um internalizes The energy a lot more so versus like although it's a receptive planet anyway um it's a lot of like the relational patterns it brings up or the love Mm -hmm. themes the beauty themes really gets put inward um or like external events kind of like come your way that cause this inner shift i guess um and so i think like i i ultimately really like this for what that's worth. I think, like, this is Venus's best sign to be retrograde in because Leo doesn't dislike itself, you know? It knows its worth, right? And Venus is all the planet of self-love. So it's like, uh, there may be things that will, like, make you just, like, people may say things or you may be in situations where you just like feel unworthy, unlovable, having a difficult time to give and receive love. Right. You might this for an artist, this could be like this, like time of like seriously, like existential, like creative blocks. <laughs> you're like, I am not talented at this anymore. I'm not good at this anymore. Like you're frustrated beyond belief with the Venus retrograde. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think it like, actually, I actually kind of almost prefer it. If you have an issue during the Venus retrograde, um, because it, Kickstarts this internal process that like will make you kind of come out of it by September third. You're like re-emerged and like,
1: no, <laughs> screw mm-hmm.
2: you for making me feel unworthy.
1: Uh-uh,
2: I can't believe i uh, I ever thought that I wasn't good enough for this because I know I am, you know, and you like really have that radical self-love or like self-acceptance. um mm-hmm. and I think I really think that that's what this will ultimately do, but it can come through something more negative happening it doesn't even have to be negative though like these are again like leo's a pretty positive happy good lucky sign and yeah. great planet so it can just be like a time of like you know like a, if you're in a relationship um it is inherently relational because leo rules like the heart so a lot of probably like the most relationship oriented venus retrograde that could happen um it only goes retrograde in five signs so that's why i say that um and i uh yeah, I think like uh, it could just be like, you know, a couple just being like, how can we like spice up some things, you know, and like, and like, like thinking about like new ways to like take the relationship to another level. And like, it's a good, good like stuff that you could be working on during this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really doesn't even need to be that bad. I think if it is bad, it's just like, yeah, some like other person making you feel a type of way
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know better than to let yourself do that. And, mm-hmm. and you'll come out of it stronger no matter what. I, I really think people come out of this like loving themselves more
0: i i don't know if you remember but when we did the 2023 like the year preview when we talked about this and i was like this is the inner glow up you know this is like (gasps) oh do you remember that yeah yeah i love that oh my god i forgot because anything retrograde is always like it's more internalized it's like going inside and inward you know um and i think you know leo the peacock energy is that's big leo energy um but then you know, sometimes that's surface and it's like, but how do you really feel on the inside? Have we, you know, fortified and strengthened our, our actual self-love and acceptance and all of that? I'm like, this is yeah, this is the inner glow up. That's what this mm-hmm. period in my opinion is for. And I think um doing that more more private, more inner work with Leo being such a, you know, like I said, an outwardly focused sign being able to just boom dial it in on the inside um i'm like oh this is like yeah all my yoga nidras and things it's like this is this is the time to do all this it's like just really uh yeah fine tune.
2: well totally especially i mean like you know it rules both taurus and libra we got jupiter and Uranus in taurus like there's a lot of action in taurus happening and then libra like venus goes retrograde a few days after the South Node hits Libra. So that that Eclipse axis mm-hmm. is now like gonna have whatever Venus is doing a, a become a pretty big focus. So yeah, I think like it's just like such a huge theme to like focus on the the self and that inner self um in general. Like that's that it really will make during this time frame specifically, I guess like any relationship issues better if you are yeah. doing that work, taking that upon yourself. As speaking to someone with Venus retrograde in their birth chart
1: I <laughs> like <laughs> know
2: this for a fact you know like you really gotta like be assessing yeah like I don't know you gotta like know like uh what you are in relationship and like what your values are and um where your faults are and get like su- super honest with yourself about like your relational patterns and habits tendencies <laughs> and yeah then that then you can like be much more conscious in relationship outside of you you know if you're not working on that stuff i will tell you like i experience um but like and all like the there are people i've read like it's i love a person with Venus retrograde in a birth chart because it's not all that common and mm-hmm. it, like you really like they have such different relational like stories i guess and if you're not really lo- like always proactively working on that then you really will draw like relationships to you that uh show you like the worst of yourself you know like Mm -hmm. the worst of yourself and it's like you're not
1: like i don't know like um you're not uh like loving the self enough, you know? So
2: you're going to get yeah. this lack of love from someone else in return. You're going to draw those partners to you that like you th- you're you excited to have because you feel like you don't get the relationships in general in life because your <laughs> Venus is retrograde or whatever. And so you like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're going to, you can often end up in these like uh, unfulfilling relationships that seem like, oh my God, like this is going to be it or something. And then it's like, it, it just, all it does is show you that like, you're not doing enough for you and mm. like why are you willing to like compromise and bend and harmonize like like a v- Venus wants you to do but in retrograde it's like are mm, this is like false harmony this is not like real this is
0: like discord yeah you know Ooh, interesting you know the the gate that it starts in is the gate of commitment and I thought about that I was like that's a really interesting thing because it's like no forget about being committed to like right like you said south node libra hitting that not not about being committed to other people at this point to me this is like a commitment to yourself and loving yourself and again from the inside not about like oh the external and like i'm lovable because of you know like i look pretty Mm -hmm. or something it's like no for real like me you know who i am at a soul level and i'm and i'm actually committed to that getting the best of the best as well and you know what i'm saying like
2: oh my god yeah oh my god yeah are you kidding like totally <laughs> i think that's like so forget important here like yeah the commitment to the self like i think that word is like crazy big for this probably yeah like uh and i you know i think venus also brings like a, a gentleness and a gracefulness to things yes. softness to things so i think it's also like give that to yourself during the process as well, like if it feels difficult. Ultimately, I'm not gonna lie. I really think a lot of people are gonna experience this in like really fun, good ways. I don't even yeah. think it's like ultimately all that bad. Um, truthfully, I think, <laughs> I think I'm like anticipating like something awful for me. That truly. Um <laughs> I'm just like, oh my
0: god. Oh
2: um, <laughs> Brian's
0: bracing god. himself.
2: <laughs> I really am. I'm like, well, especially just like like truthfully, and okay, and I'm saying this, like, I've got a few things that I want to say about this. Um a part of like this for me is like the, with the North Node moving into Aries. I think a really serious like thing is embracing like the, you, like your truth, your honesty, your story, right? Like and and owning that. And so I think it. I used to shy away so much from like getting personal, telling anything about like what I'm mm-hmm. dealing or going through. You know what I mean? I think the North Node Aries is going to like make you kind of need to do that, but not just for like no reason. It's like you're you're sharing aspects of yourself um that you think are relatable in some reason right to someone else um mm-hmm. can help them in some way or something so i'm trying to like embrace like i guess like the power of like a personal story right like we're all moved by that stuff but like if you gotta hang up on it like i do <laughs> you know like it's a big time of like owning
0: that stuff so oh. i guess like yeah i'm the same I don't, I, you, I think, you know, that. I, know I don't share this, a lot yeah. of like personal stuff. And what's wild too, is like with, with Aries, I want to point this out. Is like, Aries is like unafraid to go first, you know, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in and do the thing and, and show the way for other people. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yes. And so like, I feel like kind of like compelled, I guess, to just be like, you know, like there have been like some really inherently great aspects happening in the astrology lately. We are like, I feel like June ultimately has been a very light month thus far i mean uh-huh. it was astrologically in general and like for the most part i've seen people like just like really enjoying it i have had a really shitty month like <laughs> it was my birthday not great the mm-hmm. aspect and it's weird because it's like you're looking at the transits and i'm like it's all so pretty
1: <laughs> why right. is this
2: like why is my life like it's like the, the, the floor is like falling out from underneath you know like it's just so frustrating uh and so like you can like put intention into things i think and like see this like astrology that's happening like that seems like it's good but really it's like it's flowing so smoothly but in such a way that's like making me deal with some things i just don't want to deal with you know but like yeah. it's like that, that or this, i don't want to deal with it but i obviously got to right so i just want to say that for anybody that, like maybe it feels like they're having a like a rougher go of things like it's okay i'm like you know you're not alone whatever um so i don't know this venus retrograde like while i think it's the the best it's like i think i'm just like managing my personal expectations i really Mm -hmm. think it's gonna play out (laughs) beautifully for so many people um but i'm managing my own personal ones to like be like what drama leo can this like potentially stir up <laughs> totally. and knowing that i have venus retrograde in my birth chart and like blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. so my seventh house of partnerships oh, like god. where this is gonna go retrograde oh, like, surprise, like no god damn it you know um <laughs> i just like not so stoked on a lot of this um
0: no but i want to i want to pause there and and just jump in and say sometimes like things you know like you have the breakdown so that you can have the breakthrough Mm-hmm. And we don't always, you know, it's hard. It's easy to say that when you're not in that position, you know, but it's a, it's always a good reminder that you're like, when it, when this is, does not seem to be applying to you, it's like, probably because things do need to go. And life is kind of doing that for you. And it seems like everything is just going to hell in a handbasket. And really, it's like, good things come out of it. Just hard to see in the moment
2: good god hard to see in the moment good god for sure um (laughs) like it's It's just nuts it's just nuts it's just nuts it's hard it's because like i feel like i'm also like still in this habit of explaining these transits you know and like ways that i'm like you kind of get trained in this line of work to not put yourself in it right right it's ethical to not be like I guess, like, disclosing things about yourself and your personal mm-hmm. life to a client mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But the, I literally think the astrology is going more toward this, like, element of, like, you no, know, like, I think you can put it into context better by, like, saying your story, right? And so yeah. that's why I've had, like, certain themes of, like, uh, or like why I was saying things about like the South Node and Libra and like relationships falling away and like hopefully better people coming into the picture. Cause like I'm dealing with that.
1: Yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. I'm
2: not ready yeah. for all these people to fall away from my life, you know? Yeah. And it's wild. And it can just like happen like for no reason. Like I, you know, I have no reason for like why all these people have like kind of like just like been exiting out of my life lately. I have no idea why. And it's been very sudden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but that's like, I don't know, maybe a theme people are gonna deal with. And so like just like saying like i don't know like it's a thing that could happen yeah and you know but you have to have that faith that aries just has naturally in itself and like any unknown life direction it goes where no sign has gone before so i'm yes. not gonna try and figure out where i go after this and i don't know <laughs>
1: but
0: I'm right.
2: gonna go somewhere and like right. figure
0: something out right Some people come
2: to the picture, you gotta have the faith
0: absolutely like, and absolutely yeah
2: um I have, like, two, like, quick stories about this. I want to say that aren't, like, personal, but just, like, actual, like, astrological that I think are, like, really interesting. Just looking at the storylines of this. Like, the first one is, like, how Venus moves going into this. It's so interesting if you kind of watch it. Like, Venus is chasing Mars all throughout June going into July. And, you know, we already said Mars goes into Virgo, right? All the way up until that point, Venus is getting like closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to Mars. And literally in the sky, you can look at her getting like brighter and brighter and brighter. She's an evening star right now. And so you see her like above the western horizon, like shining bright, and she's getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. And July 6th, she's at her brightest. And it literally, like the visual I get with this just feels like, you know, somebody like, Chasing this person, like Venus and Mars are the relationship planets, right? Mm-hmm. So like Mars mm-hmm. is like this more like active, like don't give a fuck energy, and like Venus is literally like showing off. Like it feels like that peacock like behind them, like, look mm-hmm. at me, look at me, look at me. I'm like shining my my brightest and my best, like giving yeah. my all.
0: See me, love yes. me. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, it's that no. vibe for me. And Mars doesn't stop, doesn't turn around to pay attention, and Venus just keeps getting closer and closer. Mars moves into Virgo, and it's like clockwork. It's like Venus slows down. Venus is already past now her brightest, starts getting dim, slows, 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 gets all the way to the end of Leo, where it's like, is she going to like jump into Virgo and join Mars and try again? No. Turns around. Mm. Change of heart, change of story. Something happens, right? There's a shift in that dynamic of realizing, like, what am I doing? Why am I chasing this? You know what I mean? And then... Yeah, like there's this whole storyline, which we'll go into my second story, but please give me your thoughts.
0: No, I'm just like, yeah, like the realization. It's like, I don't need to chase anything. I attract like and I'm going to go inside internal to do so. I'm going to fortify myself from the inside out. Yes. Um, also, I had to make a note too. what's funny is that Mars at that time is in gate 40. Gate 40 is one of the gates of aloneness. So Mars is like, Le- girl, leave me alone. Like, mm-hmm. no, that's want exactly this. It, it yeah. is
2: an unrequited love scenario there. Yeah. You know, if you just like consider those two planets and their relationship at that point, I guess. Yeah. Um, which you just kind of have to. They've been dancing together for a very long time at this point. Yeah. It's very weird how yeah. close they've been together for so long. But Venus cannot catch Mars. <laughs> yeah, and no. Venus is in her masculine so like the second story here is like basically the story of persephone which is like a myth which i'll explain quickly but um every this happens every time venus goes retrograde basically Mm -hmm. um where you know venus backs up and the sun's moving forward you know we said the sun's gonna move into leo this month right that means that venus is reversing through leo sun's moving forward through leo when that happens venus disappears the sun just like you know, when Mercury and the Sun are together, like and you, Mercury gets gobbled up by the Sun, Venus gets gobbled up by the Sun when they can join, and Venus is retrograde, and you you, you stop seeing Venus
1: mm-hmm.
2: as an evening star in the western horizon after sunset, and this is Venus and her feminine too, when Venus is out at night um and so she's got that like kind of like you know, I don't know feminine like love vibe going on I guess mm-hmm. like where it is it is very focused on the relational energy of the like drawing in someone else I want someone else I want you know like that's some I don't know balance with, with another and then the retrograde right is happening gobbled up by the sun Venus disappears all of a sudden you can't find Venus in the sky anymore quite literally Venus is gone out of you and in the myth of Persephone that's like where Hades basically like stole Persephone and took Persephone into the underworld and like locked her up and like thought she was so beautiful and like Hades being like basically a Pluto. subconscious. yeah Pluto which Pluto's not a play here really but like no um, but for the story it's yeah yeah and it's like often like a, yeah it's a archetype that's like often used in the Venus retrograde story so go basically <laughs> she's in this feminine broken state, like disappears. And like in that myth, like earth, like shatters and crumbles and it's dark and everybody's sad and feeling isolated and alone. They don't have their beauty. They don't feel love basically. Yeah. they don't and... on the
0: abundance of like food and it, everything, everything just dries up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that will be mid August. Like Venus literally will disappear then um, like early August. And then, you're like, what the hell? what's going on? And so like at that mid-August point, I think it's going to be a really like hot spot for a lot of the Venus retrograde storyline. And then toward like later in August, I forget the exact date, Venus reemerges in the sky, but on the Eastern horizon and in the morning before sunrise. So different horizon, <laughs> different time. And Venus returns even brighter than before. Like, Mm. it's in her masculine, which, you know, means, like, that's a self-interest. That is a, I'm doing me. I'm, like, Mm -hmm. taking control of myself and, like, what I have and, like, shining brighter than ever. So, yeah, there's, like, this, like, underworld, like, aspect when, like, a disappearing act that happens with this Venus retrograde. Um, And any Venus retrograde. But, like, I think just given, like, the love angle with leo right at play the weird mars thing um and like that myth that always comes into play I, i'm it is a weird like like maybe like getting brought down by love relationship or whatever but that really kick in like some sort of like deep internal process in you and like i firmly believe everybody's going to come out of this like feeling so much better than ever i really do it's like shining brighter than ever you know like mm-hmm. fully ready to like reclaim your power you know and it's attractive like Venus in the morning sky people like it literally is dazzling so it's like you're like that's when your that new energy can come in like
0: reclaim it <laughs> I love that yeah yeah that's perfect. I mean that just fits perfect it's like just go go and in, go internal mm-hmm. do the do the inner stuff the inner glow up and then you're going to come yes. back bigger and better because the inside and the outside are going to match at that point.
2: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think all that is critical. The only other thing I could possibly think to say about this, which is like also like something I've just been telling everybody in my readings, <laughs> mm-hmm. is that, you know, Venus retrograded that everybody will always be like, X is they're coming back. Like, I think it kind of depends on where it's at in your chart, you know. Mm like what type of person could come back. It is true that people from the past can resurface during Venus retrograde. Um, often, especially like in an X scenario, it's like, okay, it's like not advisable to get back together with the X, you know, mm-hmm. like, no, but in this case, like, I basically like, I'm telling everybody, I'm like, you know, whatever, like do it, like get what, well, I mean, like if, if they present themselves, don't ignore it. Like entertain the what gets presented. It's not this like block situation. Right. Um, do, It doesn't mean, it can mean like, okay, they've changed. Or the second time around, it works. Like it happens. It literally happens. So th- these, this is like this very rare cosmic window where like truly relationships can restart. Especially if it's playing out in your chart in like a fifth house or seventh house, I would say especially. Or first house um but otherwise it could be like a friend from the past coming back and it can be simple 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 where it's like a friend that you haven't talked to in years and they're visiting town and they're like hey like random but like you happen to live here like i'm in down on a work trip and like got the day free like you want to meet up for coffee and you might literally be like looking at this text message like what the hell like why would i no i don't care to reunite with this person right now like what it's so easy to ignore that stuff and i would say even more so it's like I think those people that you maybe feel the resistance to are probably the people that you should be meeting up with or answering the phone call from or something because you don't know like what's going on there and why they maybe really are reaching out or what could transpire after the fact. So like say you meet up with that friend and it's just like a random like ends up being a good time, you know, and like you kind of like just catch up and you leave and you're like, huh, that was nice, you know. A, look at you leaving feeling a little bit better about yourself, a little pep in your step, like that process is supposed to be doing for you. But then also like once Venus is not retrograde anymore and moving forward, that person could be like in some situation a couple weeks later, right? And they're like, oh wait, like, you know, Michaela's like, in this line of work and I've got this like opportunity that's weirdly now presenting itself in my job. And I know someone who like knows this, you know, and like mm-hmm. calls you and now offers you money, Venus, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that connection or reconnection is actually like super supported during this time for sure. Um, or it can be like, if it's an ex, like it really in, a relationship could restart or it, even if it doesn't, I could easily see it being something where it's like, um, they're, you know, this is not happening for what well, could happen for me <laughs> it hasn't happened. I'm not saying from experience. I'm just sort of like trying to also conceptualize something in my own life. I'm like, oh, I definitely don't want someone coming back. Um, but if they do like in, in my like sick fantasy of it, it's like, Oh, he's relapsed, <laughs> you know? No, but more so in the like AA sense where it's like, they, I, you know, they'll make their like uh, amends. Like they're on their like kind of like apology tour. Right. They're like going to people. And it's like, they, you may not know that. Right. But they ask you to meet up. I, unless they were abusive and like horribly toxic. Yeah, no, don't, don't do it. Right. But like, I don't, I just one where it was like a gross, awful breakup. Like I just hated it and I don't care to know him. If he reaches out, I will have to entertain it. Like I could just feel it. Like I just will need to to entertain it. I have (laughs) no intentions at all of like restarting that relationship. But like I could see it being something like that where it's like, dang, he relapsed and he's on this apology tour. He gives me this apology for what he did. Right. And I leave that being like, wow, okay, it was, like, nice to get that. And then also, I am so glad I'm not with them anymore. You know, like, that process of, like, yay, self-love, loving, like, Ah. where you're at a little more. I really see that process playing out for everybody right now. That's cool. Yeah. It can be a time of reuniting with family if it's in your fourth house, like – Third house can also be like childhood friends, you know. Ninth house could be like people that you knew from abroad or long distance people who live at a distance from you in any way. Do
0: twelfth house for me.
2: Twelfth house, I honestly. Ghost. Well, two ways that I do it is one, yeah, like maybe like like. <laughs> actually that's a that would be a third way be like oh I, like passed on people or something like kind of like from beyond <laughs> getting in touch um but i think it's also um on an unfortunate end it would be like the hidden enemies right like kind of realizing mm-hmm. like oh, someone is like like giving you that glow up feeling to your face but behind your back maybe like santa yeah. stuff and that makes you feel bad because you're like oh my god the seriously said that one me, you
1: know <laughs> like
2: that would say and then the other way that I see it, honestly, and I like, um, is is like it's a total catch-all. Like that is that is out of the blue, twelfth house stuff. Like you don't know what you could not possibly predict who would come back. As all. the
0: mystery bag,
2: yeah. Or yeah. like I guess also past life. It's the house of past lives being retrograde is just generally people from the past. So you can totally be that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. i love it though like i really 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 like this Venus retrograde i just think you know i don't know people got to be open to like what can happen and try to just have that awareness of like god if you like uh, like if you are made to feel bad about yourself in any any freaking way the reason for it the only other really quick thing i want to say is just like these quick dates Mm -hmm. really fast that are like kind of key points july 6th Right at the top of the mind. That's when Venus is going to be the brightest, which means like it's illuminating something, right? So like there could be an awareness of a storyline that's really important once the Venus retrograde occurs because Venus will back up over that same spot um in retrograde motion. Um,
0: um and- I wanna I wanna throw something in there because the brightest point, the gate that it will be in is gate four line six, so four point six. And gate four is basically once answers and i was i know i was like that's interesting i'm looking oh, for gosh. answers i'm looking to like try to figure things out like the formula
1: my other um storyline that i'm like anticipating mm-hmm. is gonna have some mm-hmm. sort of coffee mm-hmm. some sort of issue
2: um so, okay, i want answers i will not <laughs> i will not ryan ryan <laughs> calm down oh my god my but but, it will,
0: but we'll say this like line six the, the six is like six is a role model it's detached you know what i mean it's kind of like mm. i sit above that's it that's my line I'm, yeah
2: okay okay
0: yeah just sit yeah. on that
2: i gotta reflect i will yeah. thank you so then Venus will be back in retrograde at that same point july 6th and then retrograde august 7th and then a final time direct on october 1st it's literally like those three dates, right around there, will be like interesting moments and in like plot point developments, right, regarding this storyline, probably. So you'll be able to look back and like kind of connect the dots there. I would like write this stuff down. I love when there's like these connected mm-hmm. dates because otherwise, memory fails us. Like we, it's hard to remember that stuff.
0: I'm gonna, um, you know what? I'm gonna have to start putting dates like in a post or something. I really I know, should. I really I know, should. Yeah. I know. Well, I, I'll
2: bring up some later. Um then july 27th uh just like these two other key like i guess like transits that are going to be happening in july there's like two more i think in august that we'll talk about next month but in july that are kind of like plot developments in in this is july 27th mercury is going to be conjunct venus retrograde this is just five days after venus goes retrograde um this for me is like definitely like a literal like reveal of the story. If you don't know what it is, like you can't not know by this mm. like Venus. <laughs> Mercury is bringing full attention to Venus retrograde, so you're, and, you're definitely
0: And those two are meeting up that's like gate 29, the commitment. So it's like interesting because it's like, oh, maybe you're going to maybe you're going to find the the theme and that's the commitment for this for this retrograde. It's a commitment to yourself. This this gate is also one where the advice is always like be careful what you commit to. Make sure you're using your strategy and authority because that's going to lead you correctly. You know, you might say yes to something that's like, that was, that was not, no, that was not the one to say yes to Mm -hmm. or no, or no, you know, either way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm just like seriously like, I mean, like I'm working myself up over it. I don't want to like get anybody freaked out. It's literally just like per- It's a per- it's
0: a personal. It's personal. It's
2: totally personal. that I've been like thrown for a loop since last month. Um uh oh, and then the other data actually is not a plot point development. It's just like a hearkening back. Um, the last time that Venus is retrograde in Leo was July twenty-fifth through September 6th, 2015. So every eight years, Venus goes retrograde in the same spot. Um, it's retrograde once every year and a half in different signs, but that—that that was the last time it was retrograde in Leo. So there's interesting like themes that are reflected. Typically, so um, I know that that's eight full years ago, but look back to that, basically the same time frame, July 25th through September 6th. 25th Um, you'll probably be able to identify something. I totally identified something on this for me, so that's why I'm also like,
1: oh, oh, God. I I'm like, it me know. a minute
2: too. I really had to like go back and think and i don't have text going back that far it wasn't an email thing it was literally my my memory jogged it but
0: wow <laughs> my memory doesn't mm-mm. this is why we journal people you can go mm-hmm. put, pull your 2015 journal okay mm-hmm. that's what dead, i'll have to do dead i don't serious. know it's like
2: i yeah this is literally why i journal my journals are just full of like bullet points about my days and like
0: that's to me too what's going on it's just Even recounting in, like in the life of my friends yeah yeah what t- I'm like, I'm literally, I'm pulling up my Apple, my my calendar. I'm scrolling back right now. 2015, July 25th. I had a massage.
1: Oh my God, I love that.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, it's funny just to look,
0: to truly, to look back that long, you know, mm-hmm. and just see like, what the heck.
2: Yeah, look at like social media. You know, you can like time hop and stuff. Like, do go back, like, look at who you were talking to, right? These are people that could be re re-emerging at this time, even.
1: Mm-hmm. That,
2: that'd be a weird one. Now that I'm like, I didn't even think about that because uh, it was somebody who like left my life during that time. Um,
1: yeah.
2: that that person could just totally uh, there would be no reason, like, it'd probably just be like a random DM on social media or something, so mm-hmm. can out. you know. But that could be literally just the reemergence. emergence, doesn't even have to be a full meetup, it could just be like a A message, like random, like oh my god, I was just thinking about you. Been forever, how are you doing? You know,
0: yeah. Oh damn, I was in Spain then too. Like, (gasps) hey,
1: hi,
2: fun. Continue. Well, that's pretty much all I got. I feel like I rambled so much on this. Um, I hope it related though in some way.
0: No, I think it's good. Again, I mean, I think that's the overall theme is that 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 like I said, the inner glow up, the inner commitment, just. Yeah, the the self esteem coming from like a really good place, and not I don't know like not letting other people f with that, or allow or
2: like if it happens and like you feel a type of way about it, like it's ego, right? Leo, yeah, Jean, like criticism. Let that process to play out. Just be gentle with yourself yeah, about it. it. And, like distance from that person too. You know, like that's yeah. definitely not your person
0: <laughs> during right. that time. Right. No. All good. Cool. Does that, does that take us to the end?
2: It does. It does.
0: Right. Wow. Thank you. Of course you for being here. I love these. These are my favorite to just geek out. I Um, I love it. All of it. And, and then, yeah, thank you. Thank everyone for being here and being a part of this hopefully it was helpful like i said i'm i'm like i'm saying this now i'm like we'll see if i get to it but i really should i should put some of these dates and in, in posts for for stuff so that we have so that just people have easier access to it so oh my god totally say llama plate <laughs> anyway like i said thank you thank you ryan for being here oh uh any plugs anything candles website um, a book oh, with ryan yeah i do Give, yeah. them, give them, the, give them out. The
2: there's like still some left okay if you go to 16 vine.com you can like purchase candles there's still some left and then she's gonna do a whole second like run of them too um or like if you go to my instagram at ryan Markmart, um then you can just click the link tree and there's a link right to it uh website ryan's astrology.com and then also by the time this comes out yeah because i'm like i'm soft launching weirdly like ca- going calendar stuff with it I've been partnering with somebody um, to create a astrology for business calendar. So it is a little more tailored toward business and using astrology in your business life and, um, you know, planning business meetings, all all sorts of stuff. It is so in-depth. It has been taking so much time. Um, But basically, it's like a calendar subscription that we're launching June 22nd. And for the first, like, uh, basically until the fall equinox, about we're going to just be in like a soft launch phase where it's like you can again links in my my bio, um, but um, it's like super, it's gonna be super cheap to like kind of get in at this beta phase, and then we're also kind of like testing some some things with it, but it's a calendar integration where you can literally just like sync the, sync it with your phone calendar, computer calendar, and it has all of these different transits, like literally right now going to be through the end of the year, but ultimately it will be uh, for a whole year in advance and you can just sign up anytime and um, get a year of astrology loaded in your calendar with custom descriptions on how to use it for your business. But I guess, you know, if you, you could translate it easily to probably for personal life matters, but
0: honestly, most I think I f- always feel like most people listening to this are in the aesthetics world and they are professionals mm. and they would apply this okay. to business. I mean, I have notes from you all the time, and in my calendar, it's like, oh, Ryan says this, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know. In fact, I yeah. have one for today, I have one for today specifically. So, um, Yay. yeah, so I'm like, totally worth it. What an amazing thing. And again, Ryan's a manifester, so he is bringing in like the new, new to this world. Um, so don't forget it is like, that that is somebody you're definitely gonna look to It'd be like the initiator like something you didn't know you needed and you probably can't live without once you get it of course his his um instagram and and uh website are always in the show notes for these episodes so you can just find him quickly there um because his last name you know sometimes you can't spell it so um <laughs> pronounce it whatever um and gotta go book with him because he's just amazing all right cool we'll see you all next time and of course have a beautiful day